think a lot of things in life, we want to skip to the end. We're programmed to want the fast response. Um, Even like we're talking about in your self-worth journey, it's a journey. Building something of value is a journey. Welcome to the Unconditionally Worthy Podcast. In this podcast, I will guide you on your journey to connect with the true source of your self-worth. Each week, we'll discuss barriers to unconditional self-worth, the connection between self-worth and relationships, self-worth practices you can apply to your life, and how to use self-worth as a foundation for living courageously. I'm your host, Dr. Adia Gooden, a licensed clinical psychologist, dance enthusiast, and a dark chocolate lover who believes deeply that you are worthy unconditionally. Hello, and welcome to the Unconditionally Worthy Podcast. I am so excited for this episode. On this week's episode, I talked to my good friend, Hannah Marsh, who is a business coach and brand strategist. We have a really interesting and rich conversation about the intersections between branding and brand strategy and self-worth. In the episode, Hannah shares her signature branding process called Show Up, Glow Up, and Blow Up. It's really powerful. And we talk about the parallels and connections between the things that Hannah thinks are important for branding and the things that I talk about related to our self-worth. All of these things come together to support you to show up in the world in the way that you are designed to, in the way that you can best share your gifts. It's a really interesting and dynamic conversation. And know that this is not just for entrepreneurs. As Hannah shares, everyone has a personal brand. You cannot opt out of it. And so you might as well be intentional with it. Be sure to tune in and listen and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. Please like it and share a review. Share it on Instagram and tag Hannah and I. We'd love to respond to your thoughts and comments. Hello, and welcome to the Unconditionally Worthy Podcast. So excited to have you here for this episode and to introduce you to my good friend, Hannah, who is joining me for this episode. Hannah is a brand strategist, creative director, and experience architect. Fancy. What's more, she's convinced that your story matters and that you deserve to be seen, heard, and celebrated. She is speaking my language. She is the founder and CEO of Piccadilly Creative, which is a collective of creatives who help women build their presence online through brand strategy and development, image consulting, and digital marketing services. She understands how frustrating it can be to feel like you're talking to an empty room. I have certainly been there. And that is why she developed her unique three-step brand process to ensure that you show up, glow up, and blow up online. Hannah is based in Miami, Florida with her totally adorable Shih Tzu pup, Guapo. I can attest to how adorable Guapo is. And she spends her free time obsessively taking pictures of anything flamingo related. Many of you are listening, so you cannot see what I'm wearing, but I'm wearing hot pink with ruffles just for Hannah. And I am so grateful that you are here with me today, Hannah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. I am so honored to be here. And yes, I am loving the pink. (laughs) Thank you for wearing that in my honor. I recognized it right away. Thanks. And I should say, we should tell people how we know each other. So it's sort of funny because Hannah and I met 
through an online course around creating online courses and Hannah reached out so we could become accountability partners. And honestly, like this has been the best thing ever. The best pandemic friendship, online friendship ever. Who knew you could meet someone across the country and like immediately connect and just like build this great friendship. So we have been connecting weekly, bi-weekly via Zoom since September 2020 and just supporting each other in building our businesses and sort of figuring out what we want to contribute to the world. And it's been an incredible blessing to me. The kind of most exciting part of this is that I got to fly down to Miami where Hannah like orchestrated a brand photo shoot for me and she did a brand strategy guide for me. And that's part of why I'm wearing this fabulous pop pink shirt and like showing up with it so boldly. And it's just been incredible. So I'm so excited, Hannah, for you to be here and share some of your wisdom and expertise with the listeners as well. I'm so excited. And I just have to say that honestly, your friendship was one of the biggest gifts of 2020 in the midst of a tremendously difficult season for so many people connecting with you and having those weekly calls where we're touching base, holding each other accountable was really a lifeline. Mm. And you are such a light in the world that I am so thankful that I learn from regularly and, and benefit from. And I'm so thankful that there are so many other people that see your light and are learning from you and on the journey with you as well. Aww. Thank you, friend. I appreciate that. One of my big learnings from you was about branding. And that is just something that I didn't I really didn't know about, right? Like you hear about it, you know, it's like, oh, you need a brand. Oh, this is a good brand, not good brand, blah, blah, blah. What's your brand? Personal brand, right? And so that's like a big part of why I wanted to have you on is to sort of talk about that because I think it's relevant for those people who are building their own business and for people who are not. So we're going to dive into that today. And I'm going to actually start us off where I start off all of my podcasts where I have guests, which is asking you to share a little bit about your own self-worth journey. Sure. Absolutely. No, I love that question. I think that's so important because I think it is, first of all, it is a journey um, that we each, it is a collective journey, but highly individualized to our own experience. But it is something that we're all taking one step at a time on. Um, I know for me, I have struggled my whole whole life with understanding my self-worth, self-esteem, lack of confidence, really feeling less than, like not enough. Even as a child, which is so crazy to me, it feels like, you know, a lot of times people say, well, oh, that must be because of X, Y, or Z in your childhood or this or that. And I, you know, from an outside perspective, I had a relatively like charmed Mm. childhood. I have uh, two incredible parents and amazing uh, family and support system. And so there's nothing glaring to point to. You go, oh, that's why you struggle with your, your self-worth. But the reality was and and is that that has been a daily and a consistent struggle for me throughout my life of just feeling like some people were born with it. Like they were born with the confidence mm-hmm. they knew when they came on the scene into the world. They were like, who's your dance? <laughs> Here I am. I'm awesome. I know it. You know it. And um, that was not my story. There, yes, I do throw jazz hands out every once in a while, but the reality is that it's been a struggle for me. Um, and it has a, been a a battle that I have fought through in many seasons. And I know, like, even as a child, thoughts of like even as strong as self hatred of like, why are you? 
not enough? Why do you do things this way and this? And, and that consistent fight. And so I say that to say, have not arrived. Mm. I don't know that it, there, it is a destination, but I do think it really is a journey and you grow and you learn. And the things that I've learned over the years both in as a person of faith and in my walk with God. And, and I feel like this has been an ongoing conversation with me and God about understanding my worth and why was I, you know, created the way that I am? Why do I struggle with things, issues with my weight? Why do I struggle with something called PCOS? Maybe some of you don't know about it that messes with mm-hmm. your hormones and makes you feel like not enough. You know, I was an only child for a lot of years, but just friendships, like all the things that honestly you look back and go, again, these are very integral to the human experience. We all have our things. And yet I have seen and walking through and understanding that my value isn't hinged on what I look like. It's not hinged on what I do. It's not hinged on other people's perspectives or opinions of me because that means none of my business, for <laughs> one. But it really is an inherent on who I am, who I was created to be. That I am here present in the world means that I am worthy, that I have value. And so it is, it is a relationship. The relationship with myself is something that I am continuing to cultivate. It does not happen by default. I know this. It is something that has to be cultivated. So I am still in the thick of learning boundaries. I'm still in the thick of learning um to care for myself, learning the systems. But the things that have been the biggest shift, honestly, has been realizing that I am a human being, not a human doing. (laughs) It's not about what I do and what I produce in the world and really listening to myself and then putting myself in spaces with other people, especially like you, Mm -hmm. um, people like you that understand this, that are further along, that get what it get understand like they get it but you have tools that help guide and help me think about things differently that has been such a huge part of the journey so I'm not saying I've arrived by a long shot but it is so important to me and it's something that I hold really uh, deeply and honestly I feel like part of the reason it's such a challenge in my life is because I think it's linked to what I believe is my purpose which is helping people understand their value and step in help people be seen and heard and celebrated um, like you shared earlier so it's worthy work fighting for your worthiness yeah thank you so much for sharing your story and experience so authentically it's it's amazing how many parallels we have right we're both the kids of ministers we're both pks preachers kids right we both sort of grew up i think in environments that were really wonderful right like i similarly like wonderful parents overall, like great environment, like middle, upper middle class lifestyle. Like I, you know what I mean? I had these things and yet I too had this deep sense of like, what is wrong with me? Like I, you know, why am I lonely? Why am I, you know, not being included? Why am I like, I just had this deep piece of that. Right. And it really took years to get out of it. And I think, you know, that's why I'm doing this. And I think the things that you shared, right? Like building a healthy relationship with yourself, owning your worth, owning that it's not about these external things. Like that is, that was my answer too, right? That it really was about turning inward. I had spent so much time on the external, trying to achieve, trying to get the relationship, trying to do all of these things. And it really wasn't until I focused inward and how I treated myself and how I cared for myself that things started to shift. And 
So it's, you know, really great to hear your experience too. And I just think the more people hear about other people's self-worth journeys, the more it sort of normalizes it that, yeah, it's not always easy and there is hope and you can make progress on this journey and you can shift things and things start to feel better. Yeah. And one thing I would just add is I think so much when when we fight for our worthiness or we hustle for it and we try to, we focus so much on the symptoms, we better education, the promotion, the this, that we fight for all of that, rather than actually focusing on the foundation, going to the root of the challenge, like you said, focusing inward and really dealing with the root, having those conversations, focusing on your relationship, because everything else flows out of that foundational piece. Yes. I mean, I think that's so true. And I think, you know, what I'd love for you to share now is about kind of how this connects to your own, the framework you have created for branding, right? Because as I mentioned earlier, I used to think branding was like, looks and all pretty on the outside, a font here, a color there, like it's, and of course it includes those things, right? Like those are some of the things, but I think what you just said, this like starting with the foundation is a really, important part of how you approach branding and what makes the the strategy that you offer your clients so effective. So I'm hoping you can share some of that. Absolutely. No, I think I think you're so right. I I say this a lot. I feel like I'm always uh, beating the drum of this, but you know, people people say branding and they think logo and colors. And they're not wrong, but there's so much more to it. And that's not the starting point. Yes, the visuals. I'm a big believer that visuals matter. They communicate story, all of that. But you have to start at the foundation. And ultimately, and this is my perspective on life, but on and specifically on branding and what I've built my business around, is you have to start at the foundation of knowing that you are enough, mm. um, that you have enough. And then also you have to be at that point in your journey to say, no, no, I've had enough. I'm ready to step out into the world. I see the need. I'm done with believing the lies about myself. I see the value that I bring. I've had enough. I'm stepping in. I'm entering the fray. I'm getting in. Like I think Brene Brown talks about, I'm going to get into the fight. I'm going to get into the arena. I'm not going to sit back anymore. And I think that's that process. So when I talk about branding, you know, there's three steps that I really think about and walk people through when I work with them and they're um, they're fun to say, but it's the the show up, the glow up and the blow up. And really the show up is the, the foundational piece. It's that I'm deciding as an entrepreneur, as a, a person with something to say, a message to share, something to put out into the world, I'm choosing to show up for myself. And the show up starts internally long before it ever starts out in the marketplace or online or anywhere else. It starts from this place internally of going, I am worthy of being seen. I I have a message of value. I have something in my hand that is important, that is needed. I'm going to show up and use what's in my hand. Um, if you'll permit me a quick tangent, one of the things that I think is so important in the world is that we all use the gift and talent that we have in our hands. I think everybody is unique. Everyone has something that you're good at. And I think the rampant challenge 
that we are facing today is that people don't recognize their own value. And as a result of that, they don't recognize what they have to bring into the world. And so when they look at things like the major issues that we face in the world today, like uh, human trafficking or racism or poverty or so many, too many to to Mm. name, pick a headline. They look at what's in their hand. They look at themselves. And if their view of themselves and their view of their talents and their gifts is skewed, their understanding of their self-worth is skewed, they'll go, well, who am I? I'm just one person. I can't do anything about that. And they step back and they step in and they close down. And I think that begins a ripple effect of inaction. But in the reverse, if we each understand our value, we understand we bring to the table, we can say, you know what? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know all the things, but I, I can design a great logo. I don't know all the things, but like, I am really good at communicating in this way, or I know the things, but I'm really good at doing hair or really good with numbers. Like whatever it is you recognize, say, hey, this is my piece to the table. This is my piece to the puzzle and I'm going to bring it to the table and I'm going to steward it well. And um, it starts a, a ripple effect of action so that when we show up with what we have. So coming back, um, when we choose to show up, we recognize our own inherent value. We get our mindset right. These are all steps you have to take when starting your own business. We you know, To really start something of value where you show up and serve the marketplace, you've got to start internally. So the the first is the show up and that that's not a, I think a lot of people want to skip that step. Mm. We look and go, well, I want, I want the $10,000. I want the check mark. I, I want the big email list. I want the, I want to be interviewed and I want to be featured here and all of those sorts of things. And that's all well and good, but to show up and really serve, which I think needs to be the goal. Mm-hmm. To show up and serve, you got to do the internal work first so that when that happens, not if, but when that happens, mm-hmm. you're prepared and you can add value and you make the world a better place. So that that work there, the second phase, my philosophy on, on building your brand and your business is, is the glow up. And so this is where we're talking visuals. This is where mm-hmm. we're talking about the logos and the colors and how these all communicate stories and the visuals. There's a difference between the random iPhone photo or the photo from the last family reunion and when you get a brand photo shoot that is communicating is communicating the story it's on message with what you're building your brand to be and so I'm a big believer in that your personal style also is another effective tool of communicating your story and how you're showing up in the world and what you want to communicate and how you're positioning yourself to help people um, and so I think that's part of it and we walk people through that in our brand strategy and then the last is the blow up and that's oftentimes people People come and they go, well, I want to blow up online. Like mm-hmm. I have a message and nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. I want to do things. And really that's the, the strategy of going, okay, but how do I show up to serve? Um, because the reality is we like to think that online is this big, complicated, ambiguous world. And yeah, it's, there's things and the algorithms that shift and change. But the reality is you show up to serve people. You treat other people like you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You serve, you care you give. And I am a firm believer that that you will see the benefit of that. You will grow, you will blow up as you seek to continue consistently serving. And so it it comes back to, I know this is like a long (laughs) response, but I really think that when people choose to show up, they lean into the glow up. And I absolutely believe that blowing up is, is that what's going to happen or naturally when you choose to show up and serve in those ways authentically. 
Yeah. I mean, I love so many things that you just said. I think so often people, you know, and you've mentioned this to me, try to go from the outside in, right? And I'm thinking, you know, if you don't have this foundation of self-worth, you start with, okay, maybe if I get all of the followers, then that will make me worthy, right? Maybe if I can just get the followers, get the followers. And if we're just in a race for followers, for likes, for promotions, for job titles, for salary raises, without some foundation or intention, we may end up in the wrong place, in the wrong space, in a place that's not right for us, right? I think, you know, this could be mapped onto somebody's career journey, right? I've worked with so many people who, you know, achieved very highly in a career. And they ended up feeling like, I don't want to be here. Like this is actually not where I want to be. This is not aligned with my gifts. And because they weren't guided to, or given the space to explore, who are you? Who do you want to be in this world? How do you want to serve? What do you want to give? Because they weren't allowed to engage in that process or guided through that process. And because they thought, okay, I'll become a lawyer. I'll become a doctor. I'll become this. I'll become a corporate, whatever. They just ran off doing that. Okay. What am I supposed to look like doing this? Okay. Like, you know, we could do, okay, everybody's using these colors. So I should just, and this font and everybody's doing this, right. And you really can end up in a place where you look up and you say, I have the job title. I have the promotions. I have the money. I'm not happy. This actually is not aligned with me or my gifts. And guess what? It still didn't make me feel worthy, right? And so doing the foundational work, I think, you know, it's just, it's so powerful and it certainly links to our sense of self-worth. So, and I like to say when your self-worth isn't at stake, when your worth isn't dependent on followers, isn't dependent on these sort of external things, it frees you up to show up, right? Like share your gifts, your light, your talents with the world in a powerful way. And then that is a magnet for the followers, the success, for all of these other things you want. And you can enjoy those without this fear of like, I'm going to lose it, or am I really worthy of it? Or all of those things that come when you don't have that foundation. Yeah, no, I, I think that's so important. And coming back to this principle that I think a lot of things in life, it, we want to skip to the end. We're programmed to want the fast response. Um, even like we're talking about in your self-worth journey, it's a journey. Building something of value is a journey. So like you said, you can, you can go by the templates, you can do this. So-and-so's got this color is great, done, done. But it's not about building something simply that looks good. It's about building something that is good and feels mm. good because I I want to see women thriving in their chosen field, in their profession, in their business. I want to see them thriving and not just looking good, but being good, doing good in the world, feeling empowered to share, not the story that they think people want to hear, but the story that needs to be heard, that needs to be shared with the world. The one that's actually going to have the impact, not not the, you know, not the catchphrase that we've heard 50,000 times, but the thing that's unique to them, that is what their their audience, the people that are assigned to them that are going to hear it from them. It's what they need to hear to break through in their life, to go to the next step, to to learn and to grow. And so it is that difference between just looking good, but actually building something of value that is good, doing good in the world. I love that. I love this idea. Yeah. It's not just look good, but it feels good and it is good. I think that's so powerful. It's like, what are you actually giving 
with this? How are you actually serving? And I think that's really a place where our values align, right? I talk about self-worth because I'm like, then you can show up and share your gifts. And that makes the world better. It makes your life better. It makes the world better. And then I also love the feels good, right? And I think that feels good is not only for an audience or the people you work for, but also for yourself, right? I think one of the things I've been really thoughtful about as I build my own business is not recreating a toxic, work environment, right? Like I have been through the overworking, constantly working, not acknowledging my gifts, not acknowledging my accomplishments, pushing myself, right? Like I have been in those workspaces. I, you know, went to grad school. That was tough. My, what my last job was particularly tough related to that. And I realized now that it's on me, I could easily recreate that. And if it doesn't feel good for me, like, what am I saying? What am I saying to people if I'm like, embrace your unconditional self-worth while I'm like stressed and up at all hours of night and like, oh God, you know, like it doesn't feel good. And people will, people will perceive that and experience that. And so it's this intentionality around like, it feels good for me, feels good for other people. It is good for other people. And it really challenges this idea of like hustle, grind, like work so hard, kill yourself in order to do this, blah, like this sort of hyper-masculine, you know, approach to business, to work, all of those things. Yeah. No, I, I think it's so true. You hit the nail on the head. That's something that's really important to me is this idea. We hear it a lot in the entrepreneurial world around hustle and grind. And like, believe me, I know it, like, it takes work. It takes hard work. But what I am convinced of and have seen is that when you are aligned, when you are focusing on things that serve and you're aligned with purpose and vision and you are choosing grace over hustle, things flow. And it is like the right clients, the right opportunities, the right partnerships, all of that go. I mean, I can say this even back to when we met, there were like, I don't know, hundreds of names on an Excel spreadsheet. And I just like took a moment and was like, okay, who am I supposed to reach out to? And literally your name was like, Eros, Eros, this one, right here, right here. And it, like we said, it's been like the biggest blessing. And I think that there's no amount of hustle that could have made that happen. Mm. Um, it really is about grace and alignment and choosing what is good, not just what looks good, not what mm. other people are saying you have to be and what you have to build. I mean, I think there's so much, again, in the entrepreneurial world and online marketing right now that is saying like, you got to do this and you got to have the funnel that does this and the webinar that does this. And then you got to say these exact words. I mean, if there's so many businesses that are like, hey, here's the mad libs of copy for your... For your business, just say this and you'll convert. And I get it. And I think a lot of it probably does work, but there's so much more to building something that is authentic and true to who you are, is aligned with your mission and purpose in life and is ultimately serving people and leaving legacy. Like that's what we should be aiming to build in the world is legacy that our our life and our vision and our gifts don't just stop with us, but that ripple effect extends beyond our lifetime. And that starts with knowing, it starts with knowing that you're worthy and you're, you should be here and you have something of value to give. And then it's stepping into, okay, so how do I then choose to show up? And branding has a big piece of that. 
Yeah, I love that. And, you know, we've touched on it a little bit. I'd love for you to also share because, you know, a lot of my listeners are not entrepreneurs and, you know, are like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) That isn't my path. That isn't my calling. How do you think this applies to people who are like, no, I'm not going to build a business, but, you know, maybe would benefit from thinking about, you know, how they show up and what their glow up looks like and how that relates to them blowing up in their own careers and whatever trajectory that might be for them. Yeah, no, I love that question. I don't get to talk about it enough, but the reality is everyone has a brand. Everyone has a personal brand. It is what people affiliate with you. It's the colors, it's the visual, it's the words that you use. It, but beyond that, beyond that, it's also your character qualities. It's how you show up. It's the habits, it's the routines. All of that rolls up into how you show up in the world and what people associate with you. So when they see it, they think of you. That's all That's all affiliated to your branding. And so I, I think, um, i trying to find the right words for this, but I was thinking about it. Like everyone has a brand. Like it's not, you don't have an option. <laughs> There's no... There's no opting out of it. There's no opting out. What you are opting out of is whether or not you're choosing to be intentional about Mm -hmm. that brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And that doesn't mean that I'm saying you need to create some sort of polished facade that you present to the world and like, today, here I am, everything looks golden, is perfect, and yay. But it's actually going, okay, there are some lines you drop, like, what are the things that I'm going to choose to show with the world? What are the things that I realize when the magnifying glass of stepping out onto a platform is there? What are things that I go, oh, that's a character quality i got to work on. People associate me with being late. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> um, because we know like we all have that friend that shows up having early. I moved to Miami. We all are that friend down here. Um, <laughs> but all of a sudden you really say that rolled up into what my uh, personal brand is. And so we talk about about that, you know, beyond just entrepreneurs. It, it's thinking about, I mean, Danage, like we're all on social media, we're all thinking about having a voice on issues and different things and and thinking about a personal brand is going, okay, but how am I intentionally showing up? Um, how am I intentionally choosing to show up in those platforms? But also how am I intentionally choosing to show up in the workplace? Like uh, what are the clothes that I'm choosing? Are they underscoring the message that I want to communicate? You know, we the old phrase, dress for the job that you want. Like, okay. And I think we're evolving beyond that in some ways, but there's still, there's still some truth to that, which is like, Dress how you want people to see you. And that doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean it has to be designer everything. Good Lord, I don't think, you know, (laughs) I own a single piece of designer. Like, But it is saying like, I put thought and intention into how I'm choosing to show up. And I think that also comes from a place of care for other people and how they perceive you and how you want to show up and serve other people. But more so, it's also coming from a place of care for yourself. Because when you put intention in how you look, how you, what you put out into the world, all of this, you feel better about yourself. It's, I am the first, I'm going to put a big caveat in the first person to say, we need to stop telling women what they need to look like Mm -hmm. in order to have value, what they need to wear, that they need to smile more like no, that is not, no. that is understood. No, 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 no. That is not what we're saying. What we are saying is that when you put intention on how you're choosing to show up, you feel like a better version of yourself and you show up as a better version of yourself. And really, I think what the switch is, like when you don't feel good about yourself, you can sort of 
and I know from my own experience, get caught up in your own mind and be very self-focused. Yes. And the reality is when you have something to give in the world and when we make the world a better place is when we are others focused. But oftentimes we can't jump to the other focus because we haven't filled our own. We haven't taken care of our home base. So when you're thinking about with intentionality, this is my brand. This is what it puts together. This is this is how I choose to dress that underscores that. This is the words that I choose. This is how I choose to serve other people around me. You know, how I've thought about it. I've thought about it and I've made intentional decisions to say, I'm, I'm not going to be the person that shows up at work and talks trash about my coworkers. That's not on brand for me. Mm-hmm. Like, Start asking yourself things. Hey, all of these things are building my brand, my personal brand in the world. Do I want that to be on brand for me? And then start adjusting your behavior. Um, But when you have checked that and made those decisions for yourself, you're able to be others focused. And that's when you start changing the world. That's when you can start to have an impact. You start to build a platform. Um, So does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I love what you're saying because it's so true. And people often think it's not, right? People often think, focusing on, you know, making sure that I feel confident and, you know, I'm, you know, dressed in a way that like feels good and represents me. That's too much self-focus and I shouldn't be focusing on myself. But I like to give the example of like, let's say you borrowed somebody's dress for a big party and they have a very different style and they're like, not your size. So it's like, Two sizes too small and a style that you like would not really wear, but you're like, right. And then the whole night you're going to be like, oh God, are people looking at me? Oh God, it doesn't fit. Oh God. And it's what you're saying. The whole night you're going to be self-focused. But if you wear something that you're like, this dress is it. Like, I feel so good in this dress. Like nobody can tell me anything, right? You're not like spending the whole night. Like, how do I look in this dress? How do I look in this dress? Right? Like you're not doing that. Walk in, you're confident. And then you're focused on, I want to connect. What's going on with you? How? Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad you like the dress. And right. You can engage and be present because you're wearing something that suits you, that fits you, that feels comfortable. So I think that is so true. And I also think a lot of what you were sharing is related to what I talk about with clients, which is values, right? What are your values? How do you want to live out your life with intention? What are the things that are important to you? Maybe it's being kind, being thoughtful, right? Being all of these things that how do you live your life with intention in alignment with your values? And I think that there's a real parallel there with between identifying your values and the show up piece, right? It's like, what is the foundation of your life that guides you through life, guides you how to show up? And it doesn't mean you're always going to be perfect. You're not always going to hit your values right on the mark. You're not always going to look fabulous every time you leave the house, but it's about sort of having a general intentionality and some direction. So you're not just like all over the place searching to grab something that might feel okay or make you feel worthy or other people are doing it so it looks good and I I should do it too. Right. It's the moving from being proactive and life happening to you, um, yes. which maybe even is an element of a victim mentality of going, well, this is just, I guess this is how it is to going, no, no, I, I have free will. I have one life to live. I want to make the most of it. I want to set some intention. I want to live out of value. I want to make a difference, leave a legacy. Okay. Let's shift and go. Um, but I want to underscore what you said, which is, oh my gosh, I, let me be the first to say I do not do this right. I was so excited to do my hair today for the first time in a couple of days. That's good. <laughs> um, like it's just 
it, it's it's not a perfect science. We're not saying, I mean, we're coming out of 2020. I am still in shock that there's only a few months left of 2021 because I keep saying we're just coming out of 2020. Um, we're leggings ruled supreme. Like it's, it's not to say there's one right way to do this and there's so much grace in the journey, but it's that shifting of that perspective and the mindset and understanding that it does matter and that it all feeds in and it makes a difference. But yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I love that. And I, you know, we're getting towards the end of our time and I'd love for you to share just like if you have wisdom or advice for people, either sort of on their self-worth journeys or as they think about this idea of showing up and sort of setting the foundation, like what would you, what would you share with someone who's like, yeah, I, I think that I need to do that work. No, I love that question. And thank you for the opportunity to share that and, and just to speak from my heart. So I think what I want to say is that you matter. Mm. I want people to know that. I want you to know that you matter, that what you have inherent to you that makes you matters. The world needs more of that. What you have in your hand to give it, you may not fully recognize it. Oftentimes the things that you are most gifted in, the, the things that make you, you are the things that it's the easiest to overlook because they come easy to you, but the world needs you. The world needs more of you. And I would just encourage you to lean into the process. You don't have to wake up one day and go, I'm awesome. I'm so confident. Let's go. Um, hey, that day might come and awesome. Let me know how, how it goes. But it is a journey and I would encourage you to lean into the process. You are not alone on that journey. Mm. I, I'm in the middle of it and there are thousands and thousands of others, people that are every day waking up and going, okay, I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to learn more. I'm going to listen to myself. I'm going to be a friend to myself in this process. Um, and I am going to choose to step. I'm choosing to believe that I have value before I feel it. Mm. choosing to believe that I'm worthy before I feel it and continuing to choose with intention to show up from a place of worthiness. Even when you, the emotions don't always, are not always there. Good Lord. Mondays might, they're never there for me on Mondays. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but it, choosing to show up, choosing to believe before you feel and then choosing grace. Mm. Um, I think in your process, you know, it's not going to be perfect. Not every day is going to be a good hair day. Not every day is going to be a, a, I feel great about myself day, or I made all the right choices and I set good boundaries. No, but it's choosing to know that there's grace, that even in the midst of mistakes, you're worthy of value. You're worthy of forgiveness. You're worthy of grace to start over again in the next moment, um, the next day. And I just want to underscore again that what you have on the inside of you is valuable. Your voice, your perspective, your inherent gifts, the world needs you. Mm. We're better because of you. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing those affirmations and that encouragement. And it's really beautiful and it's all very true. So thank you again, Hannah, for being here. Um, I'd love for you to share where people can connect to you. I know that you're taking a very limited number of clients. You're walking them through your signature process um, and brand strategy. I went through it and I am so grateful for it. I mean, it just really has opened things up up for me and my business and helped me to feel more confident in how I am showing up. And so I'm certain that there's some listeners who might be curious about that and interested in potentially working with you and having you take them through that process as well. So let them know where they can connect with you and learn more. 
Sure, absolutely. No, and it, I want to say it was such an honor and continue to be an honor to, to go on that journey with you because it really is walking through that process and, and it's so beautiful to see. So I um, would love to hear from people. You can reach me at hannahmarsh.co. Don't worry about that pesky little M. It's hannahmarsh.co. And then on Instagram at hannahmarsh.co. Awesome. Thank you, Hannah. It has been a joy. I am so grateful for you. And I know that the listeners will find this episode and everything you shared so valuable. So I so appreciate you taking the time and sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Unconditionally Worthy podcast. Make sure to visit my website, dradiagoodin.com and subscribe to the show on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Adia Gooden. If you love the show, please leave a review on iTunes so we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Lastly, if you found this episode helpful and know someone who might benefit from hearing it, please share it. Thanks for listening and see you next episode. This episode was produced by Chris and Tiana, and the music is by Wadaboy.